welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. My name is David. My name is Matt. And we are the Taylor Bros. Making it count. Absolutely. So we talked about in the past this idea of um, the love languages and saying five good things for every like one negative thing that seems to come up in a number of different circumstances, whether it's teaching, whether it's relationships, even friendships, being five encouraging things for every one, maybe so we say more critical or potentially negative thing. Yep. And I've been doing some training as I train to be a teacher when they talk about praise and how generic praise, the good and well done, isn't that valuable, doesn't really make much of a difference, but specific praise, hey, you used a very good methodological approach there, or hey, this technical language was brilliant. That's more, much more valuable. And then I was doing some training with a guy called Tom Bennett, and he said, there's been some research that has shown that if you praise someone for something that they find easy, they will respect you less because they assume your standards are so low. Mm. And that stopped me. I was I was there watching this training on on the it was a sort of a webinar thing, and it just stopped me. I was like, that's crazy. Nobody's ever said that there's like a danger for low level praise that if they already find it easy, you have undermined their respect for you. Wow. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I remember you you told me about that and I it paused. That is shocking. But it in the same breath, it makes a lot of sense, intuitive sense, because it's that thing of I think our lenses are so autobiographical that if something is easy for us, we don't realise maybe how hard that is for other people. And and so that there's the um uh, what's the other the Dunning-Kruger effect mm-hmm. which is the the whole thing of if you ask a novice how good they are and you ask an expert how good they are um, they're actually quite likely to say similar level of expertise because the novice has no idea what they don't know and they're like oh I'm pretty good at this pretty good and the expert because they know so much they have this curse of knowledge of like there's so much I don't know, so they underestimate. And and that kind of thing of, so the, the expert actually in that regard, that the novice has false view of themselves. The expert has a negative false view of themselves because they don't realise how much they are, how good they are, and how much more they know. And so I think in the same way, yeah, like I was thinking for myself, what are some things that I have maybe been praised for that just come easy for me? And now some of, from, from our youth, you were never as necessarily as tidy with some of your room as I was. And and I think that maybe was some of the, you know, the tension between you and parents at times. That was never a problem for me because I personally didn't really like a messy environment. But if I was praised for my clean room, like it wasn't really a benefit. It was like, well, I'm not doing it for you to get praised. I'm just doing it because I want it. And so it, it doesn't have that same. Whereas if you had been like, you know what? I really want to honour my parents, I'm going to tidy my room, and then you've been praised, it probably would mean a lot more to you. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a simple example. On Tim Elmore's podcast, they often talk about this whole thing of, you know, we don't want to be helicopter parents. You know, we don't want to be necessarily encouraging the thing of just everybody gets a medal because they turned up to the competition. Mm-hmm. But there is a place, for obviously, for praising. and and But they were like, 
yeah, you can go overboard with it. So, for example, you know, every time little Johnny puts a spoon back in the dishwasher, well done, Johnny! It's like, he's 16 now. Mm-hmm. He should be able to do it himself. And actually, the the parent there is probably doing exactly what you've just said, undermining the respect their teen has for them by, like, overpraising something, which is just a base expectation. Yeah, so the example Tom Bennett used was, you know, if I went around and started praising you every time you tied your shoelaces... Mm. It would be a bit patronising. Yes. And you'd go, That's it. David, like, what is this? But also, you would think, man, if, if I was being sincere yeah. in my praise of you, if that was even like, if I was able to bring that level of sincerity to a stupid situation, <laughs> you you would think, wow, like, David's standards and expectations on me are really low. Yeah. You would. Yeah. Because you've like, all I've done is tie my shoelaces. I'm an adult. I've been doing that since I was, you know. Yeah, <laughs> or however old. And so the idea that yes, we should be free with our praise, but also the challenge of targeting that specific, because I think we were thinking about this generally. When there's times when I feel like I've been patronized in my praise and it was like, well, maybe not that, or maybe they didn't do this, or maybe I didn't do that, but you're like, ah, probably there is still a bit of a deficit of encouragement and praise yes. in uh in the world. So we should be free, more free. You know, say the five things for one, for the one negative, the critical thing. But also be intentional with that. Be specific. Yeah. Recognize for this person, that's a real challenge. So let's draw it out. Let's let's re- help them with more specific brands. Let's build them up with that. Mm. Yeah, and I think the danger is because we've talked about this idea before. Um, well, I don't know if we have on this podcast, but Tim Omar talks about the red velvet covered brick mm-hmm. and we've spoken a little bit about this as well, how to get good performance out of people is the joint between like having high expectations but also having that belief that they can do it mm-hmm. uh, and the velvet covered brick is kind of like the the soft smooth outer surface but also like the brick of like this is what we expect of you so the brick being the expectations the velvet cover being this the sort of i believe in you the warmth the the softening of that precisely so if you don't have that you're covering someone over the head with a brick yeah exactly saying. and and in a sense i think what we're talking about here is the, the opposite side of that so if if i praise something which is basic and easy for that person they're going to go well they don't have high expectations and so in a sense it's we feel it as patronizing because we go i mean sure i'm way capable i'm capable of way more than this Mm -hmm. and so like if you're praising me for that it probably means that your perception of me is low Mm -hmm. and that's one of the reasons why maybe it it results in a loss of respect for the person who's given the praise because they go we we kind of map onto it so it's like if i perceive their expectations as low then i probably also i subconsciously think that their belief in what i can do is low is that level and maybe we know that there's a relationship between what other people's expectations are on us and how we show up yes right so it's the was it the pygmalion effect i don't know based on this film but basically other people's expectations affects how we view ourselves which yes. affects how we show up in the world yep. which then can reinforce those expectations that works in the positive and the negative effect yep. so if someone has lowest imagine at work someone has really low expectations on you it's going to be more difficult for you to keep bringing your high performance because ultimately you're like well they just think i need to do this yeah so I'll just do this and I'll still get paid. Yeah. Whereas if they're like, hey, I have these really high expectations on you and this is specifically where you've done in managing that project or whatever it is, you're going to be like, oh, I need to keep bringing my best. And so you rise to the level of those expectations. 
Absolutely. Yeah, actually, two things come to mind. Just yesterday, I was listening back to our, our episode on motivation mm -hmm. and how you can motivate anyone by being a fan of them. And you told the great story of how basically you had, in two examples, where you had had someone believe in you mm -hmm. and that gave you the ability to believe in yourself and then say, yeah, I'm going to go on and do this. In a sense here, we're talking about the opposite of someone's praising you at such a low level that you're going, that's the ceiling of what they expect I can do mm -hmm. because they're sincerely praising me for it. So I'm going to almost lower myself down to that level. Mm -hmm. uh, the other the other thing that I suppose comes to mind from my own experience is a, a work appraisal that I, I had. And I hadn't really had much contact with that manager for a long time. He'd been sucked into other things. <laughs> And we just sort of, it was a tick box exercise. And he just went through, it was like, yeah, yes, everything's good. Everything's great. Yeah, you're just, just basically doing great. And I came out of that and I was like, well, that's not motivated me to get better at any aspect of my job. Mm -hmm. It's basically going, just keep doing what you're doing and, you know, you'll be fine. You'll coast, you'll get the bonus, whatever. It's like, that wasn't motivating. And also, it's not satisfying because you come away and you go, oh, there's no challenge to rise up to. There's mm -hmm. nothing to... And, and that's the, the thing. Like, you don't want an overbearing leader who's going to nitpick and criticise everything. But you also don't want someone that's absent and just kind of from afar goes, everything's great over there, guys. Keep doing it. Because you're going, they actually can't know. Mm. And and it does, it, 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 interestingly enough, it did actually lower my, um, what's the word? Not, not well, yeah, it lowered my respect for that, my evaluation of that person because it said, they don't really have high standards or they don't re didn't really take the time to uh, to acknowledge this is the challenges and this is where you need to this is where you need to step it up actually because i'm not perfect i know there's things i need to to improve on great awareness in that and i suppose if you looked at the transcript of that conversation there would have been loads of positive words goods and greats and oh this seems right really brilliant even and you're going, it's all generic, all general, and it didn't mean anything. Yeah. And so even on the one hand, he's probably come away thinking, oh, I'm really encouraging there. I've really praised him for loads of things. And you're going, does he even know? Like, yeah. I, and like you said. And so that's why we wanted to talk about this concept. Of, yeah. Hey, praise specifically, but don't praise to the easy, ultimately. Yeah. Praise to the, oh, I know this person finds this challenging, and they gave it a go. Yeah. So I'm going to praise your effort. You might have totally failed, but... You did so well to even approach that challenge. Yeah. Uh, I liked your effort. I liked your resilience. I liked that you did the hard thing, no matter the outcome. Man, that'd be great. Like if someone, every time there was, that I did something that was really hard, regardless of outcome, if someone like praised me for that, yeah. that would keep you going. Because you're would, like, well, next time, I'm going to turn it around. It would also definitely make you more likely to attempt hard things in the future. The other thing that's worth saying is just a reiteration from that fan podcast the thing that was powerful that you picked up on that I'd missed was that it wasn't about whether you said to them that you're a fan. It's whether you show them that you're a fan. And that's a level deeper, isn't it? That's so much more intentional. It's I'm on your side. And I want you to succeed. And I'm not just going to go, well done for tying your shoelaces. I'm going to show that I'm a fan. And I want your success. And that takes more intention. Like, what does that actually look like? And how can I do that, maybe non-verbally, to show support for them for something that they found really difficult or they found challenging and they then rise to it? Mm -hmm. And that's where the challenge is, isn't it? Of praising the and pitching that just right. Because mm. if you go, 
hey, they need to hit this level, this expectation, and it's too hard, that in itself is discouraging. Yeah. So praising the, the thing and setting those expectations. So I think that's our conversation today, isn't Indeed. it? On the, on the Make It Count podcast. We hope you've enjoyed that. We hope you found that interesting and insightful. Mm. And let us know what stories and, and questions you have. Maybe you have a story of someone that, hey, they, they basically patronized you. They praised you for something you found really easy. Or how, maybe how you can apply this in your life and think about how you can praise more specifically. Absolutely. See you guys next week. Dave, you did a great job on that podcast. Well done, yeah, everyone. That was really good. Oh, thank you, Matt. Yeah. I mean, well done, everyone. Yeah, great. <laughs> Brilliant. I failed. I'll try again next time. <laughs>